welcome to the Curlcast, a podcast dedicated to detangling the pros and woes of curly hair. We're your hosts, Mira and Angel. And today on the Curlcast, we will be talking about curl types and other related aspects related to hair type. But before we dive into this topic, we would just like to take a moment to address the happenings that are in the world, uh, particularly in the United States, um, in relation to the unfortunate murder of George Floyd. Um, yeah, so racism is something we really need to educate ourselves on. Um, it is a very serious and very harmful thing. Mm. And I think if we all work together to try and um, build each other up rather than tearing each other down, you know, teach younger generations and even our generation to kind of keep striving for um, a more peaceful and loving world, you know, where we can all live in coexistence without fear, I think. Mm-hmm. There's something we all really need to work towards. So um, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with everyone going mm-hmm. through such hard times right now. Um, yeah, everyone who's affected by it, either directly mm-hmm. or indirectly. And we're here to support the community, of especially people of colour during this time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, so curl types, um, what are they and why do they even matter? Um, and what other things do we need to consider when we're thinking about our hair? Uh, firstly, Angelique, what do you think is your curl type? Well, <laughs> I've always kind of known my curl type because I see photos of myself from when I was younger and my hair is slowly, slowly getting there. So I just looked at photos of me as a baby and I was like, okay, I am supposed to be a... Sorry, I'm just going to take a drink of my tea. A sip of tea. <laughs> Yes, I I don't know why, but every time I start talking, I need to clear my throat. It's a habit I think my body has developed. Um, So please don't hate on us for clearing throats. Um, Especially if our new microphone picks up on it. Oh, sorry about that. Okay, so um, I know, I think my curl type is a 3... A 3B situation but in terms of like porosity and all of that I am clueless I don't know if I'm low or if I'm high because to me it sounds like it has the same uh, like effects I don't know it's something about like not retaining water or retaining I don't know or retaining too much yeah it yeah. <laughs> goes right over my head so do you know what you are or so I actually like didn't really know for a really long time and I would watch all these YouTubers um, because I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out by like elimination. I ended up landing upon 3C4A. Like I find myself resonating more with like the natural girls on YouTube. Um, but yeah, like I just concluded that I'm 3C4A. Mm-hmm. And recently I found out I might be low porosity, but I'm not sure. Because I okay. sound like low porosity, but I also sound like high porosity. So yeah it's yeah i like like i said it's kind of one of those things where the effects of the porosity kind of like sound the same not sound the same they're very different but but like the way you go about it is the treatment is the same almost yeah yeah Yeah, it's there's a lot i don't know we're going to dive right into it because mira's done a lot of research on this um and i'm basically gonna sit here and be educated by her so I mean this with you guys because I know nothing. <laughs> no, but like, um, but yeah. I will say we are not experts. This yeah. is just based on like just tons of internet research and watching videos over many, like just many weeks trying to figure out our own hair type. Yeah. So obviously if you could consult a hairdresser, that would be better. Um, but in saying that this is what we found. So 
we're going to talk about curl types because we're talking about numbers and letters and probably some of you are like, what even? Isn't it just like you have really curly hair and just maybe a little bit of wave or something? Nah, there's a system to classify it. So yeah, it's a classification system and you determine your hair type based on two criteria. Um, so the way that your hair curls, is it wavy, curly, coily? Or, um, and then the other sub classification is the size of the diameter. So for our people that are watching our video, you will see that like, it depends on like the diameter that your wave or curl, the size of it, basically that determines a, B or C and even a, B and C differs from types two, three, four. So types two, three, four, two is wavy, mm -hmm. three is curly, four is coily. And how you classify the sizing A, B, C differs from each one. All right. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, just because I've never really paid that much attention to like how people's hair curls. Like I didn't know if that actually made a difference to the products that you use. So um, it'll be interesting to figure out like yeah. if that actually does play a huge part, like the type of curl pattern you have or if it's more to do with porosity or with density and such yeah. like that as well yeah because um, i think if yeah. i'm being honest like i think the lettering like the abc only tells you like the dimensions of your hair but i don't mm. know i don't think it really guides my decision in buying products i think right. the two three four like is it wavy curly or coily that determines a bit more porosity i think okay yeah um, but I think it depends. It's up to you. Maybe if you have really big curls, you want to like minimize the volume. I think that's where it comes in. So like mm. ABC is good to know if you want, if you have voluminous hair or if you have not so voluminous hair and if you want to increase volume or if you want to. So I think it could help in that sense. For me, I never want volume because I already have too much naturally. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm trying to get as much volume as I can without kind of getting rid of my length, but I have a feeling that I would need to compromise a bit. We shall see. <laughs> yes, but I think, yeah, I think in that case, you would be shopping for products that are more encouraging of volume. That's right, yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll talk, I'll just mention briefly the progression of the A to C, depending on hair type. So I found that in type two, so if you have waves, um, the diameter is like of the curl, the size is increasing from A to C. So A is the smallest, C is the largest wave. Mm -hmm. Same with, um, but for types three and four, so curly and coily, it's actually the other way around. So A is more bigger than, um, than C. What, what does that, what do you mean A is Like the C? diameter of the curl. Oh, because it's more looser. Okay. Like A, it's a little bit more of a looser curl. Okay. Even even in the coily types, it's it's more of like a like it's not this big, but it's more of like a like a circular shape. Whereas right. when you get to C, it's more like a wavy S shape strand. Ah, okay. yeah. And whereas for type three, it's it's still curl, but it's much thinner corkscrew curl. Okay. So it's weird in that way that the diameter of the curl actually decreases in size, and that's just because it's a little bit. That's just how it, it's classified. So, okay. And so, does that have to do with the way the roots grow as well? Um, I don't know. I heard I'm, somewhere that like the way your hair falls has to do with the direction that your the hair follicle like comes out of your scalp. 
I don't Probably. know. I have no idea. I did not research into that detail, but yeah. you know what? When I went to the hairdresser recently, I went to a new one. She started massaging my head while she was washing it in like really, like really digging in these circular motions into my scalp. So I assumed she wants to grow my hair in a particular way. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So massaging can stimulate specific types of hair growth. I thought it was really weird and I didn't want to ask. So I just, oh, just let her <laughs> just do let it. Be. <laughs> yeah, but maybe... You can look into that. Yeah. Okay. We'll write that one down for a future episode. Yeah. <laughs> Massaging Massage. doesn't work. <laughs> Is it a scam? Yeah. But it's also good to note that maybe like if you can't classify your hair as one type, like say 3B or 3C, you can be two hair types. So as I mentioned, I think I am a 3C, 4A. I think some parts of my hair are 3C. I think some parts of my hair is 4A. But yeah, like it's it's a normal thing. Mm. Like if you can't classify yourself based on images that right. you see, it's fine. Yeah, I think especially when you have transitioning hair, mm. like we do, um, a lot of hair can, not that it grows at different rates, but it, it transitions at different rates, right? So you'll yeah. see some hair is much coilier. Like if you, especially at the nape of your neck, I find with most people, the curls are much tighter. Now, I don't yeah. know if that's to do with damage or if that's to do with... Um, just the fact that it's healthier, like it could be one maybe, or the other, maybe different things. My theory is that we cut it more we cut than the tops of our hair. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, right. Like when you go get a haircut, usually the length, like the, the back gets the most taken off, right? Yeah. Than the front. And I think the more you cut, mm. the healthier it gets. So yeah, I was actually told by a hairdresser once to stop wearing sweaters. Or, like, just anything that would kind of rub against the back of my scalp and, like, kind of damage the hair strands. Mm. Um, and that she said that was why it was so coily because it was, like, like the dead bits were kind of getting frayed off, I guess. Mm. Um, I don't know. It was really interesting. I hadn't heard that before. But it didn't stop me from wearing sweaters because I'm, I'm a sweater lover. I love sweaters. Yeah. Um, but it did I'm make a me more... It made me, yeah. yeah, it did make me more conscious, but not enough to actually make a change. <laughs> I'm a skeptic because my hair is so good in the back mm. and I wear sweaters all the time and scarves. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, each hairdresser <laughs> has their own theory, by the way. So I think find the one that like works for you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. We'll talk about that again later, but <laughs> we'll now talk about porosity. So with porosity... It's simply, how does your water, how does your water, how does your <laughs> hair, how does your hair take water and retain it, basically? Like, okay. the ability of it. Um, yeah, so that's something you have to consider because it's it's about the shaft of your hair. And is it closed or open or, like, halfway to accepting water? And does it keep it or does it just let the hair, like, water go away? And are there things you can do with your hair that affect? your porosity as well like can your porosity change throughout your life or is it the same i think so from my reading it depends on your how you treat your hair because okay. the healthier your hair is the more likely it's <laughs> leaning towards low to medium porosity so that's another thing um, porosity is classified by low medium or high mm-hmm. um the healthier your hair the more you're towards low and medium because your hair it's like they have this diagram of hair and like your shafts are like all or like cuticles are all closed and like okay. healthy and sealed, kind of like the Pantene ad. Oh, those Pantene. You ads. know the Pantene ad when that oil thing like goes through the hair and like repairs everything. Yeah. Yeah, um, like low porosity would be like the repaired hair, and if you damage your hair, you're more likely to have high porosity because right. the, the okay. cuticles are opening up. 
That, that's how I... Yeah. Oh, you look like you've just had a light bulb moment. Like her eyes have lit up and it's like, oh my gosh, new discovery. That's great. Um, Cantina. That's, yeah. That's Everyone go go find that on YouTube and you'll know exactly what she's talking about. Yeah. So um, like we said, it can be low, medium, high. And we said low, you'll have like, your hair will be very well sealed. Mm-hmm. But the issue with that is... The water, to get water in there is really hard. Right. And it doesn't look like your hair got wet at all. Mm. Sounds like me as okay. a kid. Because yeah. every school camp, swimming carnival, anything got to do with water. Even when I go to the beach with friends, right, your hair doesn't get wet. Oh, you, really? And I would dunk myself in the water and it would look like my hair never got wet. Actually, I do remember that. I do remember that from your younger days. Of just like seeing you come out of the pool and it was like nothing has changed. Like because when I get my hair wet, I'm like it's like flattened to my scalp. I look like my hair literally looks like it's been flattened. I don't um, know that sensation. Yeah, so I guess that's interesting. I didn't know that was a porosity thing. I thought that was just that's just how my hair was. So I only discovered that recently that that's a porosity ah. thing. Yeah. Okay. So if you get in the shower and it takes a while for your hair to flatten against your head. Or if it just doesn't it just at doesn't. all. So like some parts of yeah. my hair just don't like, it, it's really difficult to lather shampoo in it because it's like, it takes a bit of time. Ah, yeah. Okay. And I have to use a bit of water to like get it working and okay. stuff. But yeah, so low porosity, you can't get water in. So it's really hard to nourish it. Mm-hmm. But there are ways to get it in. And then like you have to, as in like creams and stuff, and you have to seal it in with like an oil or a gel. Okay, um, and so when it comes to high porosity, what's the deal with that? Like, So it accepts yeah. water really easy, so okay. you find that it gets wet really easy and, you know, like, your hair feels great, but okay. at the same time it loses water so quickly. Because okay, yeah, because I find that with my hair, like, I'll get out of the shower and I'll go to do my hair and my hair is already... Dry. It's already dry. Like, it's not dry, dry, but it's like... I have to re-wet it to restyle it. There's no other way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I find that the frizz will come, even even as I'm doing it, the frizz kind of tries to come out because I feel like it's not, ex- like it's accepting the product like, straight away. It's like drinking the product. Mm. But at the same time, it's kind of like drying. And you're, I, I, I struggle a lot sometimes when it comes to styling my hair. Yeah. Because I feel like even though it's accepting the product really well, it, it takes... A lot of product to get it to a good and frizz less state yes yeah. so with that it's good to mention that usually the treatment for both low and high is very similar okay. because they both have a similar problem of like water retention right like one of them needs water to be surrounding the hair because it's not like just so when it opens like a bit of water goes in and the other just needs a sealant to seal it in okay so, yeah, like, I have the similar problem where the water sits outside my hair and I have mm. to keep wetting it while I style it and m- minimize frizz. So it's like it's like okay. a similar struggle with both low and high. But they say if you have low, it usually means you have healthier hair. So you usually strive towards having medium to low. Okay. So yeah. eventually you can get to a medium. Okay. Like a happy, like if you keep doing the right things, your yeah. hair could... I think because I've colored my hair and I've used bleach in my hair, that's definitely done some damage. <laughs> um, yeah, so I know that like when I was when I hadn't bleached my hair, I was definitely more towards the medium side. Mm. Um, I can't say that my hair has like well, yeah, like bleaching your hair does damage. It's not obviously not impossible to bring it back to life. You know, yeah. like my hair is fine now, even though it's still been color treated. Um, but yeah, I think it just takes a lot more work to get it 
back to that medium medium place. Yeah, but it's possible. Like yeah. you can do it. You just yeah. need to take care of your hair. Yeah, just once your hair is dead, your hair is dead. Like you can't actually bring hair back to life. Like it doesn't work like that. So grow it out. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the time, if your hair is damaged beyond repair, you will have to grow it out and cut it off. Um, mm-hmm. Just like with trees as well, it's like you're not like a dead Pruning leaf. It. Yeah, yeah, a dead leaf is not going to produce fruits, and your dead hair is not going to produce curls, uh, or at least not the curls that you want. Um, so yeah, it's just a matter of you know making sure that the rest of your hair is healthy um and then once those dead parts are long enough or you have enough healthy hair you can kind of start getting rid of the nursing dead parts it. Yeah. yeah nursing Pruning. it back nursing it back yeah. yeah which is i think what you kind of did as well not that the ends of your hair were dead but you trying you're trying to nurse just yeah. i guess less of it and kind of focus more on you know getting your hair to a good state without having to worry about such length as well. Cause you had quite long hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. And I would braid it. Mm-hmm. I used to put a poo. I used to poo. Uh, poo. <laughs> <laughs> I, you don't poo anymore. Did your hairdresser do something? Did no, I need to call someone? <laughs> no, no, that's a mispronounced, unfortunate mispronunciation. But I used to put conditioner and braid my hair. Like I used to put leave in. But I never used to like seal in the moisture or anything because my hair was crap towards yeah. the end oh, okay. of the Yeah, like when it came to wash day, my hair like could possibly break off oh, my wow. hair. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I think now I'm focusing on like just making sure it stays nourished. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. And there's a test. So if you're wondering, how do I know porosity? A simple test that I found is online is you get a bowl of water or a cup of water and this is gross, but go to your hairbrush and take some hair out. That's pretty gross. <laughs> drop it, drop it in the water. It's better than getting drained hair. I was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she has a point. Okay. So get it from your hairbrush, your hair type, drop it in water. And if it sinks to the bottom, mm-hmm. high porosity, if it floats low and if it's hanging around the middle, it's medium. Interesting. Okay. Mm. I think I've heard that one, but I've never actually tried it for myself. So I think I'm I going tried to it. go upstairs and do that after we're done. I tried it and it was a funny result. It was kind of like a diagonal, like a floating and like middle. Oh, like it wasn't like it's floating. Like the top of your hair is high, but the bottom of your hair is... Can that happen? I don't know. Cause I just got like a random like bunch from my hair, hairbrush. So oh. like, I have no idea if it was okay. the top or bottom, but... But it was like this weird diagonal. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm low to medium. Yeah. Like, Ooh, I don't know. Anyways, we're going to discuss our hair quiz results. If you tuned into our IGTV, you will know that we did a hair quiz in preparation for this episode. So now we're going to share our results. Angelique, would you like to do the honors? So I'll just go like while Angelique brings it up. So the reason we did this is we wanted to verify if the hair type that we mentioned at the start of Mm -hmm. this podcast is actually in fact true based on a very detailed quiz. Okay. So take it away. All right. So based off the curl quiz that we just talked about, my curl pattern is in fact curly. Yay. Who would have thought? (laughs) Um, My curl type is 3B, which is pretty accurate. I wasn't sure if I was like 3A, 3B, but this says 3B. I'm assuming there's no like half types, but you know, I'm, I'm around there. Um, my porosity is high and I think after having discussed this with you, I could have figured that out for myself. Um, however, I did not know that before I did this quiz. I was, I just, I didn't even know what porosity really meant. Like I knew what it meant, but I didn't know 
how to apply it to myself. Um, so that's really interesting. That is probably going to change the way I kind of deal with my hair as well. Um, I have medium density hair, uh, which is true. Like you can definitely see right, right through my hair if I do this. Um, and I'm assuming that if I was to cut all my it, like length off, um, it would be a lot thicker towards the top as well. So that's that sounds about right. And my width is coarse, um, which is definitely correct. Like if I like the strand of hair. Yeah, if I if I took a hair and I rubbed it between my fingers, it feels like uh, it kind of feels like a really tiny fettuccine. Like sounds <laughs> sounds funny, but like it's definitely like flatter on one side and then not as flat on the on another side. And that's a sign that your hair is coarse if it's got like a different, I think texture like depending on how you touch it. Um, yeah, so those are my results. And I can't say I'm surprised, but I'm definitely happy to know what my porosity is now. Yeah, like an extra confirmation. Yeah. So I'm also curly. Yeah, that's, that's so good to hear. <laughs> would have been sure. so unfortunate if it was not curly. Like, I would just kick myself off the podcast. Uh, yeah, and then it would have been like last episode where I introduced you as a guest. It would be, it would uh, be canon. <laughs> And my curl type is 3C. I guess this quiz doesn't do halfies. So as in it's not 4A. They don't say 4A, but I think 3C is pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. Porosity is low. So it's good to know because I wasn't sure if I was low or high because I was confused. That's kind of both. Yeah. And then density is high because try just seeing my scalp or just seeing any part of my hair. Mm. It's very dense. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think anyone would have questioned the yeah. density of your hair. And I'm also coarse. Like you can definitely feel the hair yeah. strand. You've got fettuccine hair too. Fettuccine. Sisters. I thought it was more copper wire, but okay, yeah, copper wire works. Um, but fettuccine is funnier. So yes. Um, <laughs> so that I I think I'm pretty happy with the results. As in, like I think they're accurate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a really good quiz that we did. Um, it's definitely informative, and it even gives you like information on what everything is and how you can kind of um, answer the questions properly so definitely recommend taking it if you'd like to know put more the link hair. in the res- description for our youtube viewers yes yes um yeah and we'll figure out where to put it on our insta for the yeah followers. i don't know insta yeah. is weird with linking yeah but i think we'll just wrap up the discussion with yeah. so is it per- personal lol possible (laughs) i was messing up everything today um is it possible to have a curl twin like if you're on youtube or if you meet someone could you say hey that's my curl twin look i think it's possible to see someone with the same curl pattern as you but in terms of their porosity and what their hair needs and everything i don't think it's like completely a hundred percent accurate that you can have a twin i think you can have maybe a a hair sister or a hair brother but in terms of like a twin where you're exactly the same and have exactly the same needs at exactly the same parts of and your exactly hair exactly the same product yeah i think that is like no way there's no way yes i definitely think no because i struggled so much with finding products for my hair watching a ton of youtubers mm. especially natural girls because i feel like i resonate more with how they how their hair takes porosity and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And even when I try their recommendations, sometimes they fail, sometimes mm-hmm. they work. Yeah. Like the the gel that I have in my hair right now is actually from like a girl that's 3B3C. So she's not actually very okay. similar to me, but I was, it works for me. So like, I think, yeah, there's definitely hair sis- sisters or bros, but not twins, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Yeah. But Good, I'm glad we agree. 
I'm glad we agreed too. So now we're going to wrap up with the product of the month. And this time it's my turn. <laughs> so I'm new to the game. Like I started like caring about my hair like a month ago. I know, shocking. Um, <laughs> but this is my product of the month. It's the Clever Curl Curl Cream. Um, and this stuff is great because mm. it's so light. Like I find that it doesn't weigh down my hair. I used to yeah. um, have like really heavy products in my hair and be like, why isn't my hair working? Mm. And this stuff is light but effective. Yes. It's not the best thing that I've ever tried. Like I think that there may be something out there that could trump it as my holy grail, but I think it's a pretty good yeah. happy curl cream for everyone. Yeah, even I use this curl cream. Yeah. Like I really like it too. Like I think everyone will like it. The only issue that I find with it is I can't just put this on and go out. Yeah. I need to seal it with a gel. Yeah. Like, I, I, I yeah. do as well. Like I'll put gel or I'll put mousse or I'll put both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I actually haven't ever tried just curl cream on its own though. That might be an interesting test. I, I tried at the start, like about three weeks ago mm. because my hairdresser was saying I don't need gel. So I tried it just with this. Mm. But my hair, even with diffusing, just wasn't there. It wasn't good. Mm. But it doesn't, this stuff doesn't make my hair oily. But at the same time, yeah, like it just didn't do much. So I needed a gel. Okay. Yeah. But did you find it nourished at least? Yes. Okay. Very well good. nourished. Very, and not oily. Oh, that's good. And you can find this on the Clever Curl website, which we'll link at all partnered hairdressers in Australia or maybe other places around the world. They'll get online shipping, I guess. Yeah. So now it's time for our weekly musical picks. Yay! <laughs> Take it away, Angel. Um, okay, so my musical pick for this week was actually an acoustic version of a song. Oh my god, same. Oh, my pick is an really? acoustic <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to clap, like, high five on podcasts. Like, we're high five. Yeah, we just high five. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so an acoustic version of a song that I love listening to. I like the original, but I actually heard the acoustic first. And the song is Still in Love by Third Story. Now, I do not relate to the song content at all. Like, the lyrics have nothing to do with me. But just some songs you just love singing out loud and you love jamming to and, you know, screaming your heart out so much that you annoy everyone else in the car. And this is one of those songs for me. So... Um, if you guys ever want to like learn a song with a lot of runs and a lot of um, just shouting, <laughs> but like <laughs> melodic shouting, uh, yeah, this is the song for you. So that's Still in Love by Third Story, but the acoustic version. So really I'll give it a listen. Yeah. And guys, by the way, we have started a, a playlist on our Spotify account. Ah, yes, we have. Called Weekly Picks, and we'll be uploading all our weekly picks that we mention on this podcast into that playlist. It's gonna be a mess. Nothing is gonna be the same on it. <laughs> but like, you know, if yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna um like find a song that we speak about, for instance, um, or if we're just in a crazy mood and you feel like listening to um the Beatles while you're also listening to Third Story, um, <laughs> yeah, this would be a, a good place for you, I guess. But yeah. yeah, it's it's really a repository so that if you ever wanna find something we're talking about, it's gonna be on there. Yeah. So check it out. Yeah. Um. And yeah. So my pick. It's by Russ, and it, he has a song called Missing You Crazy, which is great. It's one of my favorites. I discovered it about two years ago, and I jammed to it. It's, like, very good. It sounds really depressing, but it's actually a really 
pumped up song. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds depressing, but it's No, like the hype. heading is de- like depressing. Oh, okay. you crazy, but it's like actually really hype. Like, okay. Even the acoustic version's hype? Yeah. So oh. the, I'm, I, yeah, my pick is the acoustic version of that, which I think is better. Okay. A friend, a good friend of mine showed it to me like two months ago and I added it to my playlist on I love it. Yeah. And now that I'm back at university, I am listening to music again while I study. Okay. And it's just been on repeat. And uh, it's really yeah. Nice. I actually, I really like Russ, um, but I don't really go out of my way and listen to his stuff, but he's so good. He is very good. Um, so I'll definitely give that a listen along with the original, just because it's good to kind of have an idea They're both, both great. But like, acoustic listen, versions listen are always, to both. I always find I like acoustic versions way more. I think the acoustic shows more of his talent. Off. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Enough. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Well, yeah. So I love that song. Listen to it. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of the second episode of the Curlcast. And it was very content heavy, I know, mm. but I guess it had to be said. Well, yeah. Um, this podcast is to help educate and share experiences. So, you know, if you like um that we talk about a lot of this stuff and go into detail um we kind of want to do the research so you don't have to you can just listen to this and try to understand um we're teaching each other and learning as we go um so yeah feel free to leave us feedback uh follow us on all our socials um instagram twitter spotify youtube uh soundcloud yeah we're we're on everything yeah Um, and we'll put it because i have editing skills now we'll put it like (laughs) it'll come up Um, yeah, so feel free to reach out to us uh, through DMs or anything like that. Um, we'd love to hear back from you guys. Um, yeah. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. We love you so much. And see you all in a fortnight. Bye. 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 <laughs>